Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Outlaw Country Podcast. Uh, yeah, so this week we are talking just about albums, new songs, releases, all that in general. Uh, I think the first thing before we get into anything new this week, uh, Ben and I wanted to talk a little bit about Brent Cobb's uh, latest album, uh, Keep Them on Their Toes. Uh, ben, I guess, what are your thoughts on it so far? Um, I definitely haven't listened to it as much as you. You co-ordered our vinyls from Brent Cobb, so he's had the opportunity to kind of spin it a few times. I've heard the singles by Brent Cobb and have been really pleased with what he's put out. I like all of his music from before. I think he's one of the most underrated artists in country music right now. First time I ever was introduced to Brent Cobb, it was, I went to go see Stapleton and he was one of the opening acts. And so when I saw that on my ticket, I, uh, a few days before I looked him up and I, I knew it was going to be a hell of an opener and he, he's slowly gaining popularity and I, he, he's an outlaw. If you ask me, he doesn't, he doesn't do things like the way Nashville would want it. He's, He's putting out good, good music, and he's cousins with uh, uh, Dave Cobb, one of the best producers in country music right now. He works with Stapleton, Sergil, but yeah, I, like um, keep them on their toes. Keep them on their toes. I need to listen to it a few more times to really get an opinion for it. But I want to hear what you got to say, Cole. I say you mentioned kind of the singles uh, right off the bat. There is "Keep Them on Their Toes," uh, "The World Is Ending," and "Shut Up and Sing." Um, I love all three of them, but to start off, I think my favorite song on the album, it's called Little Stuff, and it is the very last track. Um, it, it's just so unique. I don't know. It, it's it got a good, like, message in it. It talks, like, um, like, the chorus of it is keep your light lit and a tight grip on all the good folks that you love. Let the rain go. Chase the rainbow. There's a lot of truth in all that little stuff ain't that enough and i just think like the message in it is awesome um the way he delivers it is incredible and I, i'm just really impressed with it um i it's kind of like one last little like i guess it's like in my opinion he saved the best for last with that one with it being the last song on there but i kind of want to start with that one um you mentioned the title track keep them on their toes i really like that one too because it's got another like clever little message in it um, I know we've talked about it before, but I guess since we're doing the review of it, we kind of have to mention it again. Um, but it's so uh, the chorus of it is, let's see. Um, he's talking about like, just like keeping them on their toes. Like if you're going to go left, like make them look right. Um, and it doesn't really matter what other people are trying to tell you or what their opinion is. Like you just got to do your own thing. And I guess just always kind of keep people guessing. And I just well, think, I think he's, I, I think another thing he's trying to say is just with, with what is getting put out in country music, it feels like it's the same thing over and over and over again, at least on the radio. And he's kind of wanting to just keep people on their toes and not sure exactly what he's going to be putting out next and what kind of music's coming and just be, be different and be a, like a real person instead of, some formula in Nashville's yeah. trying to. He's, just, he's like talking about like keep it, um, like walk to your own and um, keep them on the toes. Like just doing your own thing, doing it your way, your sound, making it your thing. And I think that's like huge. Yeah. Um, I guess kind of looking through. So I got with me the like 
um, lyric sheet um, that comes with the vinyl. I Looking through this ahead of time, I didn't even realize this. So one of the songs on there, Good Times and Good Love, um, it's written by Brent Cobb. And then what kind of shocked me is Luke Bryan. I had no idea like those two like had any connection whatsoever. But then Luke- I mean, older Luke Bryan, I, I know Luke Bryan, we, we give a lot of crap to Luke Bryan and he's kind of not our type of music. But if you, I, I still think Luke Bryan's first album with like all my friends say, and uh, like we rode in trucks, that's a, that's a pretty good album. His last album, with the exception of a few songs, one is pretty. Yeah, one margarita is he needs to stop with that. But like, born here, live here, die here is a good one. Uh, Build me a daddy. Those are good country songs. And if you were to keep doing that, yeah, I, I couldn't say much about it. I mean, I, I think that's real country music right there. But keep going, Cole. I would say I just I wasn't kind of expecting that. Like. Um collaboration um unless i guess there's some connection that we don't know about but uh, luke also went and played piano in the song as well so i thought that was pretty cool um a lot of the songs he's uh that on brent's album they're with like uh relatives and stuff he's got lane cobb on here um patrick cobb and then there's someone else but like he i feel like he did a lot of this like with relatives and stuff like that and i just think that's kind of like a cool unique thing you don't see that a whole lot i mean yeah. i know cody jinks wrote quite a few of his last songs he wrote william and wanda with his uh wife on his last album but yeah. it's just i think it's kind of cool when um these artists like bring their families relatives into these songs because it, it it shows you like more of who they are as a person and stuff like that and i think it's pretty cool yeah and then, like i was telling you uh before we came on Flatland Cavalry, they did that uh, in a life where we work out. Yeah, uh, Caitlin, I think it's Caitlin Butts is her name. She's uh, she dates the lead singer. I think they might be engaged or married now, uh, but a Flatland Cavalry, and they they did that song together. So that was that's kind of a cool collaboration there as well. Yeah, um, I think I really like this album all around. Um, I think um, I the three singles that he released are really good um like songs there's some hidden gems in here there's one called sometimes i'm a clown and that just delivers like another great message um there's kind of like a few like little jokes in there um he's like talking about how oh we got another kid on the way what are we gonna do now with all this free time and he's like you know sometimes i kind of clown around and stuff like that and i think it's just a kind of it's a unique song and it's really um it's really cool kind of what he does with it but then there's uh another one that i do like on there is uh this side of the river uh written just by him and then it's got another um kind of cool i really like the a sound the sound of that one like it's got the acoustic guitar um it's got some percussion in there and then of course it's got a fiddle and that's one of my favorites yeah but i guess he's definitely a he writes good lyrics in all of his songs. And that's, that's important to me as a country music fan. More, probably more than anything, I, I want to find an artist that has good, meaningful lyrics in his music. So, I, The story is like one of the most important parts that you, like you can paint with the lyrics of it. Like if you can create a story that I can like see in my mind, like that's, that means everything. Exactly. That, what, that's what makes a good song. Um, and then of course, when you throw in some of these instruments like the fiddle, 
harmonica, steel guitar, all that just add to it even more. But when you can get a good story with those lyrics, like it, you got a hell of a song right there. Yeah, and it, it sounds like, it gives the story life when you got those real instruments in it and stuff instead of some some snap track or drum loop playing in the background. I mean, yeah. when you got those real traditional instruments playing, it, it does something for the music or for the story. Yeah. All right, should we move on to everything that came out today? Yeah, like I think we can call Colin in, Colin today, uh, country music, Christmas day. Yeah, it's I mean, Christmas in October is what it is because the amount of stuff that came out today is incredible. Uh, biggest thing was a surprise album that Sturgill um, kind of brought to us earlier this week and then released today. And it, yeah, Sturgill has come home. Yes. Oh, my. First off, let's start off with the album artwork because that is fantastic. Yeah, I think he's trying to, I, I think a little bit of it is he's paying respect to, this is just my interpretation, but it looks like he's paying respect to George Jones. I don't know if you've ever seen that famous picture call, but George Jones used to drink heavy like a lot. And his uh, his wife got really pissed off at him. And so she hid all the keys of the cars so he couldn't drive and go get more alcohol. Oh, yep. I've seen that. Yeah, he got pulled over on the way to the liquor store driving his lawnmower. Yep. <laughs> when, I, when I saw that, when I saw Sturgill's album cover, it's just John Deere colors. It's green and yellow. And it's Sturgill just sitting on a riding lawnmower, and that's instantly what I what I thought. It's called Cutting Grass, and I because I, it's a bluegrass record, and I think I think it's pretty well known. Sturgill likes to smoke a little weed too, so I think he's he's kind of talking about that a little bit. And so it's but the album overall is phenomenal. It it is as traditional as traditional gets. It reminds me of there there's times in there the songs remind me a lot of what uh what Tyler Childers did on his Purgatory album, like a, like a song, the song Purgatory by Tyler Childers, how just heavy it is on the fiddle and how country it is. This album has a lot of that on there. Um, I, so I don't know if you saw his uh, Instagram post about the album itself. Um, it was one of like the last complete albums that was recorded at the um, butcher shop. And that's part of the album is called, well, the album itself, it's Cutting Grass, uh, Volume 1, and it's the Butcher Shop Sessions. Yeah, and the rumor is he's supposed to put out another one this year. That's the rumor. Really? Yeah. There, it's nothing confirmed yet, but he was saying that he was going to, he was going to put one out. And then he, he had this, uh, he had this fundraiser. And if, if he hit a certain amount, he was going to drop another record this year. And he hit that amount and said that he was going to drop drop a record. So everyone's wondering, is that other record he was talking about before the fundraiser, if that one's still going to come out this year? So I, I'm just keeping my eyes out and hoping that we get two Sturgill albums in a year. Yeah, I say, so kind of going back to the Instagram post, uh, he's just talking about like how immensely proud like he is of it and just the relationships and people he got to like work with on it. Um, and is, he said this album kind of like turned him back, like made him fall in love with music again. And I just think that's awesome to hear because I just hope he keeps turning out more stuff exactly like this. Well, in the, the butcher shop where he recorded it at, it was co-owned by John Prine, 
and John Prine sadly passed away this year due to coronavirus, but was one of the best songwriters in country music. And I mean, I, I bet you he's looking down hearing this album, it, it makes him happy. And I think Sturgill did it, did him, uh, did that studio justice and put out, I think, in the running for the best album of the year. I mean, it's, it's damn good. If you haven't heard it, you need to check it out. I mean, first off, so 20 songs on there. It's a total, on Spotify, it says it's a total of 55 minutes and four seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, well, then he, he, he does, he remixes, or not remixes, but he uh, does like a new twist to Turtles All the Way Down, Long yep. White Line, and Life Ain't Fair and the World is Mean. So those are like three of my favorite songs by Sturgill. And to hear that extra country twist on him, it's phenomenal. But I, I don't I don't want to speak for you, Cole, but I think the best song on the record is I Don't Mind. I love that yeah, song. I, that is one of the good ones. I'm also, though, really, like, I really love the um, Life Ain't Fair and the World is Mean. Like, that one, it's, I just love it. Um, I, I think the story behind it. I think it kind of like it's such a fitting title for right now, like with everything going on, not going to go into anything, but like, it's just, it's, it fits everything like perfectly right now. Yeah. But I mean, no, go it, ahead. What were you going to say? I, I just can't get over how, how well he did on this album. It, it is just has such a, just a good sound to it. I don't think there's a bad song on it. Um, I'm not, there's, there's 20 songs. So I, I've only been listening. It dropped at midnight. So I don't know exactly what what the names of each songs are because i just threw it on and started listening but i I, there wasn't one song on there that i thought was bad everything that went that i listened to sounded great so i don't mind is definitely the one i've I've been listening to the most and that's the one i feel like he's been pushing the most to uh as the lead single for the for the album and it's great yeah um kind of going through some of the songs here so we got all around you all the pretty colors, breakers roar, and of course the one you just mentioned. I don't mind. There's I wonder, just let go. Life ain't fair, and the world is mean. A little light, life of sin, long white line, living the dream, old King Cole. That's a good one. That's a really yeah. good one. I like that one. You spelled Cole on there wrong though. He put C O A L instead of C O L E. It's kind of weird. Um, Railroad of Sin, Sitting Here Without You, Sometimes Wine, The Storm is pretty cool, um, Time After All, and then Turtles All the Way Down, Voices, Water in the Well. I There's just, like, there's so many to choose from. Uh, I think they all turned out really well, and I I do like the I Don't Mind, um, but it, it's also kind of hard to pick one at the same time, because all of them, yes. are just, they're unique, and they all got a different story with them and stuff like that. I, mean, it, I know it was at one point, I don't know if it still is, but it was number one album, all genres on iTunes. And even my brother, who's not that big into country music, loves this album. I think, I think even if you're not, if you don't love the traditional sound of country, you still could hear the song and, and appreciate what he put together on this album. Yeah. Well, the thing is also with your brother, uh, he is a Sturgill fan already, though. He loved yeah. the Sound and Fury album, but... Um, like we were talking to him, he's like, "Yeah, I know you guys didn't think I'd like this one that much, but he's like, I absolutely love it. He's already pre-ordered the vinyl, and uh, yep. he's got the John Deere green and yellow one already. So yeah, if you if you guys want to get this on vinyl, he's got just the regular black one you can order. You can get 
the green and yellow one. That's what me and Cole also got. And then they had, the exclusive. Sturgill also put out a blue one today for since it's a bluegrass album. He's putting out a blue, a blue vinyl. I think the is the album blue too, like the sleeve. Let yeah, me- it's got um alternate artwork on it. So it's basically one of the on the vinyl, um, like the album sleeve itself is one giant like acoustic guitar. But then I think also like the alternate version or alternate cover of it is the uh it's a yeah, it's like cutting grass. It's the just a blue version of him on the mower. Yeah. So, so that's pretty cool. And I, I think a little bit he was talking about how he's from Kentucky. So it's a yeah, he said I'm from the bluegrass state. So I think that's Kentucky blue, bluegrass sound. It just it worked for him. And crazy enough, Stapleton also hails from Kentucky. So there's something in there's something in the water down there. I tell you what. Absolutely. We still got we still have to wait for Stapleton's album to drop. I mean, damn, we November 13th, correct? I think so. We got Charlie Crockett dropped this year, Coulter Wall, Sturgill, uh, uh, Stapleton's coming, and then hopefully, hopefully sometime soon we get that double album from Church. I'm thinking 2021 for that. I know <laughs> at least, well, okay, I take that back. You know, you might hear one of them now, like coming up soon, I'd say maybe like late November, but I my bet is January 2021. You'll get I'm just waiting on an announcement, dude. Yeah, it's just he's released four singles, two red, two blue. Um, I we talk about this a lot, but there's been zero like it's just hey, here's another single, here's another single, here's another single, here's another single. That's church. Church doesn't do any interviews or anything. He's that's kind of his thing. Like he's a mysterious guy. You don't know what what you're gonna get from him. Didn't he kind of do that with, uh, is it, uh, this misunderstood was complete surprise. He didn't tell I don't even think he told his label about it. Like he made it just not telling anyone. And then it was the CMAs or ACMs. One of the two, he just played that song and was like, yeah, guys, I just dropped an album. Go check it out. <laughs> so random. It was really cool though. I want to say, wasn't he kind of like, um, ominous about uh drowning man that album or not oh, desperate, desperate man. man sorry uh, uh no no because i think people knew it was coming because remember we were on vacation together and, the, and that's when desperate man first dropped when we were in branson okay i kind of remember that now um, i don't think that one was as like secretive as this one but it definitely he's definitely kind of like kind of like with miranda lambert they got that they're still mainstream but they have that underground feel to them i yeah. think and that that's what attracts a lot of people yeah um but dude with all these albums coming out i you and i were talking about it last night um at the end of this year we're sitting down and we're just going to go through i say we do like top 15 albums of the year so far we can do one for just albums and one for eps because i think there's some high quality EPs that have released this year too yeah I do. I think we should do a little awards. I think that'd be. Oh, I'm down for that too. But I think one thing we do need to do is just with all these albums and so many of them, like there's so many like songs on there and so much content. We got to sit down and rank like the top 15 that have come out. There's just too many to choose from. It's going to be hard to narrow it down to like a top one, but Mm -hmm. I I think we got to do it. I I think so too. Yeah. I mean, what we gotta we gotta talk about what else dropped today too. I mean, there's there's oh, so much more. 
I have Don't you worry. Because our boy Shelby Lilo, I mean, blew us away. Uh, we we heard it earlier than most people. He he sent us a pre-release, but of his EP Something in Me, I was really really pleased with that EP. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. It's just dropped on um, last night, same as Sturgill's, and it's really good. My favorite song, personally, is Something in Me on the album. That's my favorite, the title track. What, what about you, Cole? See, I, I go back and forth. Um, it's just whichever one I'm listening to at the time. I'd say it's either going to be Something in Me or Could Have Fooled Me. I think they're both incredible. Um, I, I You're Not Gone is still really good. That's a fun... Oh, yeah. Nothing against that one. It's just the other two just... Whichever one I'm listening to, I'm like, dang, this one's my favorite. No, this one's my favorite. Nah, no, it's this one. <laughs> You're not gone though. Is the is definitely the the f- most fun song on there. That's the hockey tongue. Fun. Yeah. I, I reminds me almost like uh, his pews and poles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I see where you're um going with that one. Uh, and I love the I love the uh, the album cover that he's got here. Yeah. Um, it's hand drawn by one of his buddies. He was talking about on Instagram and it's him kind of turning over his shoulder and he's got the Tennessee flag almost looks like watercolors. And then shoot, I don't know what kind of birds those are that are landing on him, but it just, it's really cool. So that's one of my favorite parts about the album too, is the cover is really cool. Yeah. It's, I, I just love like the hand drawn, like look to it. Like it, it almost kind of looks like unfinished, but it's not like the, just the, uh, like pencil sketching on the face it's so cool and so unique uh, I really like it. it it's got like his it doesn't got the logo on there but you know it's his uh whiskey like the oh the one I, the rule cloth one yeah yeah rule cloth yeah, yeah. that's it I feel like they probably the guy probably couldn't draw that because like I don't know if it was like a copyright or something like that probably um, you know that's the hat that he's like almost always got on so like you know that's yeah like in his, that's what he's in his promo yeah. picks and stuff it's got like the little like a uh, ribbon along the bottom or whatever you want yeah, to call it. Little rope. Rope, that's it. But I think he did incredible work with this. I feel it, it's not getting the respect it deserves today because you had something as massive as Sturgill's um cutting grass album. Mm-hmm. It deserves all the respect it, it can get because yeah, I what were you gonna say? Well, I was just going to say, I we were texting last night and talking, and I'm like, I, I think listening to Shelby's stuff, I feel like he grows more as a songwriter every time he puts some new music out. And, I mean, that that George Strait song he played for us, that unreleased one, that's a that's a heck of a song. And, I mean, I, it, it just keeps getting better and better. And I'm, I think the sky's the limit for him. So I'm excited to see what, what happens with him and his career. We're always pulling for him. Yeah, if you guys haven't heard it, uh, we did a podcast with him. Was that August or July? No, it, no, it was. I was down here in Lincoln. It had to be September, end of August, early September time. Um, Something like that. And at the very end of it, he did a song, he unreleased song that he wrote, and it's about uh, the King Country, uh, George Strait, and it's incredible. Uh, he was, I was talking to him last night. He said that he. He's still hanging on to that one, and he hopes to release it here pretty soon. Us uh, and it's it's phenomenal. So if you haven't heard that, um, you can listen to our podcast with him, and it's uh at the very end. Don't skip to yeah. it. Listen to the whole thing. It's an outlaw country podcast exclusive. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but that, yeah, I mean, give that album a listen. I, um, yeah, it doesn't it, it 
I can't say enough good things about it. I feel like he's, he's just underrated right now and people, people need to discover him. Uh, I'm pretty happy to see that a lot of playlists are adding him to like the new, new music Friday and things like that. So I, I bet you he's picked up a couple, couple new listeners today with that EP. One other thing that you and I said last night, we said like, mark it down. He's going to, he's, he's on the track to be really big here pretty soon. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, like I was telling you, he's got a, I think he's got a really classic sounding country voice, but at the same time, it's, it's unique enough to where if, if I played it in the, if I heard it on the radio, I'd be like, Oh, that's Shelby. Yep. Like he puts him, but it's still got that traditional country sound. It's I, I really like his voice a lot. I, you're you're spot on with that. Like, there's no other way to really put it. It's, it is unique, but it, it's still traditional at the same time. And I mean, how can you not pull pull for a guy that's going that that's from Possum Trot, Tennessee? Yeah, I mean, that's badass. Not against him. He's a Tennessee fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll look past it. But uh. I thought it was funny last night. He even uh, tweeted out. He's like, "Hey guys, you know, just in the middle of uh, listening to Sturtle's album, just feel free to go ahead and listen to my just, just three songs. No big deal." Hey, they're they're damn good three songs. And yeah. Make sure you make sure you give that a listen. It's it's damn good. But yeah. another EP that dropped last night was uh, Hollywood Gold by Parker McCollum. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty good EP. I wish there was more new songs. I feel like it's a another type of Riley Green situation. Over half of EP is songs he's already released. Yeah, so six songs on there. Uh, Three of them you have "Young Man," uh, "Young Man's Blues" again, "Pretty Heart," and "Like a Cowboy." Nothing against those three songs; they're all phenomenal. But isn't "Pretty Heart" already on an album? No, it was just a single. Just a single. It was okay. Yeah, because he released that earlier this year, I want to say. Gotcha. Okay. So I don't think he's come out with an album since last year. Or he's I thought it was first, 2017. Yeah, I thought it was on the Probably Wrong album, but yeah, never mind. Oh, but, and he actually came out with Pretty Heart last year, too. Okay. That was, uh, he came out with that August 30th of last year. I, mean, I, I really like Parker McCollum, and I think those three new songs he put out are good. I think it's just a tough week to be putting out music unless yeah. it's damn good. Yeah, I can't say. I mean, I they are great. I did like the sound of it. Uh, I the one that kind of caught my attention the most so far of the three new songs on there was uh, "Love You Like That." Um, he's talking about like if you want like someone like I love you such and such way. He's like, I don't know if I can love you like that. He's like, I don't think I can do that. Um, I thought it was a really cool song, but it's just. In the mix of everything else, I, I haven't listened to it too much. And I think you're kind of telling me any other week we would have been all over this and mm-hmm. like talking about it, like super hyping it up. But just it's I've tough, dude. It. There's so much good stuff that dropped. I, the, the first three songs, though, Young Man Blues, like a cowboy, pretty hard. Those songs are strong songs. I got there's they're great songs. Um, my prop, my favorite, probably of the three new ones, I like uh, Halle Ray Light. I think that's, yeah. well, that's the one I probably listen to the most. But like I said, this is probably, I've listened to this the least amount. Uh, so I, I don't want to bash it or anything because it's definitely, it's definitely a good, good EP, just rough week to be putting out music unless it's phenomenal. Yeah. I say it, 
it's got fantastic songwriting on it and i love his sound um yeah he's got a cool voice yeah exactly um it's just yeah it's just kind of just there's such a big shadow today that everyone's fighting for a spot like a spot a chance at the spotlight and it's just really hard (laughs) yeah but um give it a listen and you you guys you guys form your own opinion i don't i don't want to say take anything away from parker mccollum because he's one of the one of the few guys that are on a nashville label that's putting out real good country music and so he's he's doing great things in country music and don't want to be putting him down or anything like that because we're we are big fans of him yeah absolutely uh i think kind of let's keep the train rolling here um ward davis uh he <laughs> <laughs> let me finish <laughs> he uh just released the title track of his new album it do you know when that's coming out is it november i i, I don't know i'm not sure i want to say tentatively november but i could be wrong uh but he released the title track uh, black cats and crows and as ben ben's reaction summed it up it's phenomenal <laughs> this song is so damn good it's so dark it shows off his his uh, songwriting ability it is freaking awesome i i when do you hear him singing the first note it just felt like so long since i've heard some new ward davis it was just it is classic voice it just oh i i was i was laying in bed it was like midnight when i threw it on and hearing just that dark sounding like it, it's a dark song it's an eerie sounding song and i think he, his voice really does it justice and i i like it a lot his songwriting ability really shines through i mean you mentioned it's been so long since you've heard like a new war davis song like that the last one was what asunder that came out black friday i want to say like two years ago something like that maybe yeah two years ago i want to say yeah it it's awesome i think what he did with it is incredible and i really want to i'm really excited for this album's gonna be like this song Oh, the album they posted the the, the tracks that are gonna, that are also going to be on the album, and two that really stuck out to me were, were "Get to Work Whiskey," which is an unreleased song by him. You can look, you can find it on YouTube pretty easily. That's really really good song by him. So I'm excited that he's finally recording that, and putting that out. And then if you remember from Cody Jinks' Lifers album, the song "Colorado" yep. is written by Ward Davis, and that's also going to be on the record. So Colorado or Get to Work Whiskey is the fifth song on the record, and Colorado is the sixth one, so back-to-back right there. Yeah. Um, I just, the fact that this title track, four minutes and 36 seconds, like, he's got that nice little, like, solo in there. It's so good. The Mm -hmm. instrumental lyrics all around, like, it's a good quality song. And then to end the album, the 14th song, so it's a, it's a decent, decent sized album. To end the album uh they got the song good and drunk from his asunder ep yeah i love that one that's a really good one that asunder ep does not get the love it deserves that asunder ep it what i what i read about it and i don't don't quote me on this but i'm pretty sure is that if you're supposed to listen to it in order and it almost like walks you through his divorce because the the ep the cover of it is a broken wedding ring and and it the last song on there is Time to Move On by Tom Petty. And that's that that EP is freaking awesome. I wish you would put that on vinyl, but I think it's only what four songs. 
yeah i you said like kind of listening to it um in order uh first one is why he's like talking about how he can't go on and on like lying to his uh wife and like hard to like lay in the same bed and not um basically like tell her the truth like it's so hard to uh lay in that same bed and lie to her then after that's like could just be a fool uh then good and drunk i'm pretty sure that's the one uh correct me if i'm wrong where he finally like signs like the divorce papers and he's like yeah. i don't tell anyone till i'm good and drunk mm -hmm. and yeah. then the time to move on that's the tom petty cover correct yeah and that, that's such a, that's a, such a fun sounding song kind of he's getting over getting happy again so I, i'm ward's doing good and like on our last podcast with david adam burns he's he's can see ward's becoming a well-known household name and he's getting he's slowly getting the love he deserves because he's one of the most talented guys in nashville and i mean aaron i, I don't know not in, he's in texas what am i thinking but he was in nashville for 10 years or 15 years and that's his song 15 years in a 10-year town yep. just struggling struggling to make to make it because he wants to put out real good music and that's not that's frowned upon in nashville yeah i say Kind of back to talking to Ward Davis. I think, I think the cool thing he's talks about how this is something he's been like working on his entire life. He's like every like moment, everything he's been through, it's all in this album, and I think that's that just adds so much to it. And I'm I'm expecting this to be incredible, and I know it will be because he he delivers every single time. Yeah, and he, you can pre-order his uh, album on vinyl. You can get a red red vinyl, which is really cool. I'm, I'm eyeing that one for Christmas or something. I'm not sure. But this is our, this will be our first <clears throat> full length Ward Davis album since 2015. That was the 15, 15 years and 10 year town went on. Yeah. And then that Asunder came out in 2018. So yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Crazy. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be, it's going to be a good one. I'm, it's, I'm really excited. And I'm wondering if like on Good and Drunk, if, if it might be a different take on, on the song or, or if it's just the same song. Do you mean like a different version of it? Like kind of like what, or maybe like switching yeah. lyrics or something like that. Like just instrumentally, kind of like what, uh, how Sturgill had a different take of Turtles All the Way Down. Gotcha. Okay. Just sounding different. I don't know, just a thought we could, I mean, we've predicted the future. Spitballing here, just spitballing. Yeah, we've predicted the future before. So keep an eye out for that one. That album is is gonna be good. And uh, one thing I like about Ward's all of Ward's albums I've noticed, except um, except this last Monday in May, they're all black and white. Black cats and crows, black and white. Fifteen years in ten year towns, black and white. Asunder's black and white. I'm not the devil. Single, black and white. The only one that's not is from 2018. Don't open that door single. And it's just got a picture of him on there. Hmm. Um, I just looked at his Instagram and uh, it says the release date for the album is November 20th. Okay. So week, that's, uh, oh, after, that's right. It's a week after uh, Chris Stapleton's. Okay. So. Well, I'll get, I'll get that, that over Thanksgiving break. Definitely. Next, next song we want to talk about is American Soul by Aaron Watson. He released another single this week. And I, I really like the one thing I really like is the uh, that album, album or the 
single cover is a, a little feather and it's got the American flag kind of painted on it and looks like something almost like probably Lane Frost would put in his hat before he went and wrote a bowl. So I really, I really like that a lot. But tell me what you think about it, Cole, the song. I love it. I've listened to it um, a lot today. Uh, I think I'm going to say of all the singles that came out, like single wise that came out today, um, that's my top one right there. Uh, it's, it's got a, I, wait, you like it. So you like it more than, do you like it more than wards? I guess, I don't know. I'm on the fence about that. I, I've been kind of going back and forth, but I will say I, I have probably listened to American Soul just a little bit more. Okay. Uh, nothing again, like nothing wrong with Ford Davis's. No, it's, I'm not, I'm not dogging you. I was just wondering. I was just wondering. As of this very second, I'd say yes. But okay. right before we got on, the next song that was on my uh like queued up list was Black Cats and Crows. So if I listen to that afterwards, it might flip again. <laughs> it's like okay, it's the same thing like I said earlier with Shelby's songs. Like it it's just whichever one I'm listening to at the time, like this is awesome, this is awesome, this is awesome. Like it like it's this one, no, it's this one. It just goes back and forth because there's nothing wrong with either of them. It's no it's hard to pick this one just really i think is a like different from wards this is a really happy sounding song and it's, it's a different message yeah it talks about like there's still a little bit of that american soul left and just kind of i feel like trying to unite people because we're our country's pretty divided right now i don't want to get into politics or anything but i think people would agree with me on that and it's it's really cool happy sounding song and i was pleased with it i'm Wondering if this three singles now it seems like there's probably an album on the way from Aaron Watson. This yeah. last one well, was that Red Bandana, and that came out last year or two years ago 2018, 2019, something like that. I think it was kind of like in the middle of the two. Like the single like came out in 2018 with the album in 2019. I think you're right. Um, you're right. But it's got like, um, it's got some cool like little liners in there um talking about how like freedom ain't really free um and like the home of the brave and it's it's got a message and it's kind of like you were saying it kind of hints on like the how just divided we are right now but we won't we won't go into that but it you can kind of get that um little like snippet from it yeah i i really like the message he was pushing and i don't think a lot of people know because definitely aaron watson's one of the few artists besides like Cody Johnson, that's kind of a crossover artist from that Texas to Nashville sound. Yeah. But I don't think people realize how many times Aaron Watson has been told no along the way in his career. I mean, he, he went to Nashville and tried and tried and tried and they just kept shooting him down. And I think it's off the Red Bandana album, Fence uh, Post, uh, by him. He said that he'd rather be an old Fence Post in Texas than the King of Tennessee. Yeah. He that that is just a shot at Nashville, and but I mean, he has worked his tail off. Same with Cody Johnson. Same with almost any artist coming out of that Texas scene. It's it's gritty, and those guys too are their asses off, just barely making ends meet. And so I'm glad to see uh, Aaron Watson getting the success he's getting. And um, I mean, just the other day I was driving and listening to. Sadly, I was listening to a local radio station around here, and. Uh, 
they were, they were playing Aaron Watson and thought that was just really cool that he, he gets that kind of crossover success. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the first ones I ever heard by him was freight train. And then I fell in love with that one and it, he has not disappointed me yet. Like I'm really happy with his music and what he does. And, and then he, he also had his first like song he got big with was out of style. Yeah. That? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. that was on the, uh, the Caro or Alcaro or something. Yeah. Something like that. It was on that album. The one that I really like, I like, uh, that's why God loves cowboys. That's probably my favorite one by him. I think that's off his um, off his underdog record. But uh, one thing that reminded me of when I saw that that feather on the single cover is uh, and I'm, how I mentioned Lane Frost and stuff. Have you heard July and Cheyenne by uh, by Aaron Watson? That yeah. yeah, it's all about Lane Frost, the bull rider who got killed in Cheyenne. Um, that was his last ride. There's a there's a good movie about it called Eight Seconds, and uh, there's one scene too in there where they go into a bar and uh, the band up on stage playing is Brooks and Dunn. So that's pretty cool. But that's instantly what I thought of when I when I saw that cover and give that song a listen. It's it was one of the best songs to drop this week, so I was really happy with it. Yeah. Uh, moving on, I think the last one that actually came out today that we were going to mention was. Uh, Jamie Johnson in his song, well, the song America the Beautiful. <laughs> Not his song. Oh, well, I meant like his like version, I guess I should say. I, I know I, it's not his song, but like his, I guess his take on it, his cover of it. Man, I mean, that's just what the world needs though. I know it's not his, his song, but a new Jamie Johnson album with, oh my God, it's yeah. been so long. I can't remember who said it, like, or where we saw it. Um, someone was just like, we just need a Jamie Johnson album to unite us all. I tweeted that out. That was me. No. Yes. Yes, I did. Not that clever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I tweeted that out, though, and I, I, I still stand by it. It's been so long since we got some new Jamie Johnson, and I, I was so happy when I saw that drop this week. So yeah, I give that a listen. He does it. He does it justice, and I could definitely – I can see myself listening to that on the 4th of July. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess that kind of wraps up like this week. Well, no, the one, one that I want to talk about um, is Mama Didn't Listen by Michael Buck Band. I, that, I don't think that actually came out this week. Um, I think that came out. Music. It was in the new music on, uh, on iTunes today. Hmm. On Spotify, it said it came out October 2nd. Really? Yeah, let me look at this again. Talk about it though. Go ahead. Um, I, I I'd never heard of him until last night, and I was blown away by the, by his music. I listened to more of his stuff, and um, it's it's a really really cool uh, sounding song. It's, a, it's called "Mama Didn't Listen." Kind of, it's talking about Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson's "Mama Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys." He's like, mama didn't listen. He's like, she let me drive these old trucks. She let me play in bar rooms and all this stuff. And just kind of how he became a rebel and a country artist and really, really cool take on that song. And um, something I, I would have never came up with. And he's got a, he's got a really cool sounding voice. And I, I was pleased with that. And we'll definitely be giving him more listens and hopefully try and get him on the podcast if we can. I think yeah. he would be a great artist to have on. Yeah, and 
I, I should say according to Facebook or well, according to Spotify, um, it says October 2nd, but um, it, it could be different, but I, I really liked it the couple times I've heard it. Um, I, you hit on all the great points of it. So I guess I won't, I won't say anything else. <laughs> yeah. Give him a listen. He's, he's, I think he's going to be coming up. He's going to be getting big. I, like I said, listen to more of his music and it, it, it's all pretty, pretty good. So check him out for sure. Yeah. Um, and then since we didn't really have anything, uh, we didn't talk about anything that came out, uh, last week on the, uh, the, the ninth, um, there was Justin Moore's song. Uh, we didn't have much that he, did he tell us about that? Like did he tweet about it, like right before it came out the night or two nights before one of them. Yeah. Like, like, like right before it came out, he's like, Hey guys, like got this song coming out. And I, what are your thoughts on it? Oh gosh. I really like it a lot. I've listened to it a ton. Um, I think Justin Moore is one of the best in country music at, at getting a traditional sound, but yet blending it and making it modern and radio friendly. I, I was really happy with it. I didn't know this, but I guess it was a fan favorite for a while that was unreleased. A lot of people had been asking for it and I can see why it's, yeah. it's a good song. Yeah. I say, I just like kind of beginning, it talks about like Tonka trucks and GI Joes. I just like, it, it takes you back because definitely with like the GI Joes, Tonka trucks, Hot Wheels, like I like all the little like, things you play with growing up like it just like brings it all back mm-hmm. it, it's a cool song um i did not i guess i have never heard it before uh he released it but like you said i understand why it's a fan favorite and why yeah. people were pushing for that to be released so it's I'm, a, wondering, I'm wondering if it's gonna be a standalone single or if it's because he just dropped that ryman live album and then now this i feel like that's a quick turnaround yeah, I was kind of shocked with how he released that, what, like two, three weeks after the uh, live album came out. I thought I was kind of shocked by that. Yeah, um, I wonder if it was just like, hey, let's record this and get it out just just to pump music out, which there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe JR can give us some insight. Well, um, I, I would love that. <laughs> we need to sit down with him again. But yeah. didn't he, uh, didn't JR tell us like or we talked about it um before uh Sh- justin was gonna do a song with uh riley here pretty soon oh uh no that we yes i tweeted that out because i i figured i heard that when i was listening to the justin moore podcast and that's how jr found us because that tweet kind of went off for us right but it was riley green i don't know was it justin moore i can't remember now I want to say it was Justin Moore was going to have Riley featured on one of his songs. And like, they had, I thought they had already. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you're right. Yes. I could kind of see it possibly being uh, on an album, even a title track. um, Cause that's like, if it's such a like fan favorite song like that, I could see him building off of it. Yeah. True. True. So I don't think we'll see it this year. Um, but I, I would say he's coming out with an album here pretty soon. Cause he, JR said he had been in the studio and like working on stuff. So his last album was so good. Like, yeah. Next, I really liked that. Album. Yeah. That was one of the first things we ended up talking about on our podcast. Wasn't it? I think so. That, that's a, that was a cool album. Yeah. I love that one from start to finish. So if, 
he throws out another one like that, he's doing something right. Yeah, he's he's always put out put out damn good albums like Outlaws Like Us or is it Outlaws Like Me? I can never remember. Outlaws Like Outlaws Like Us is a is the Riley Green song. Yeah. We're talking. We're getting up now. Too fast. It's a uh, yeah. Outlaws Like Me. Yeah, that's a good album. I really like that. I don't mean you like a uh, beer money. Beer time. Or beer time. Beer time, yeah. <laughs> You're all there's all frazzled now. All I'm all over the place. <laughs> but uh next next one up, you we want to talk about Randall King and his new uh single Taking It As It Comes. Yeah, dude, I really like this one. I it's it's got a great melody to it. Um just talking about like taking life as it comes, um, learning as you go, and it I really like it. Um, I think he did a phenomenal job with it. Uh, is this the only thing he's released like this year or? I think so. I, I think so. He, I don't know if he's, if, if, if this is also going to be a single for another album or if he was as well, just putting music out. I could see like, like you said, there hasn't been much out by him. Oh no, no. He had, he had Hey Cowgirl in 2020. Yeah. I remember that it was early, like January ish. Right. Yes. Yeah, I I faintly remember I listened to that one a little bit. Uh, I can't say how much I dug into it, but uh, I guess I'm gonna have to revisit it with the way uh, taking it as it comes came because that I really like that one. I think well, that I, really well. I really like another bullet by him. Just talking about how the cowboy cowboy life is kind of going away. That's a that's from his 2016 EP, but that's probably my favorite song by, by Randall King. He's he's another Texas guy that's that's getting a lot of success and putting out real good red dirt music. But on the, on the, this, this EP, the cover of it, I really like his logo. It's got the RK for Randall King. And then 2016 EP. What's that? Are you talking the 2016? No, no. I'm talking about the, uh, sorry. I'm talking about taking it as it comes. Okay. For the single. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, so it's got the RK for Randall King. And then it looks like it's got almost like longhorn horns above it. And then above that, they put a crown on it. So yeah. I think that was a really cool logo. And I think that'd be a really cool logo for him to keep using. I like that a lot. Yeah. I think the that album art turned out phenomenal. Yeah. It was real simple, but really, really cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, What else? Last thing I think we wanted to mention was our girl Ashley McBride is standing up for real good country music. Yep. Yeah, she uh talking about how there's no reason that Tyler uh, Childers shouldn't be played on country radio, and I want to say I pulled up like kind of the article on it, and it said she was asked like who doesn't get the credit, like who should be like played more, and she says Tyler Childers. He's as country as um, homemade. She, he's as country as a homemade sock, so there's no reason he shouldn't be played on country radio. He's got the beard. The only thing missing is the ball cap. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, what else? I, I can't say much other than that. Like, she hit it right on the head. He doesn't. But, I mean, you could, there's a whole list of guys that I could talk about that, that deserve to be on country radio. Hell of a lot more than Dan and Shay or Florida Georgia Line. It's just a good majority of the people we talk to and the people we listen to and talk about those are the ones that deserve it like they're the ones working their asses off 
day in day out like they're the ones that deserve it and they're the ones that that need that that deserve that recognition and deserve I mean, I mean, god like sturgill is number one all genres for on albums right now and nashville will not recognize him at all for country music i mean he didn't even invite him to a country music award show so he stuck a grammy in his his, his own grammy stuck his grammy in his guitar case and played outside the show for tips and of course it's in nashville so it took like 45 minutes for anyone to know who he was I, it it just blows my mind some of the things that go, goes on in that town yeah um i think what you and i need to do we're just gonna buy a radio station here and we're gonna play the good the good stuff all around heck yeah i mean that's what we're trying to do here at, at like as a podcast we want to we want to shine a light on these guys and I think we're we're doing doing the best we can, and hopefully these guys have gained a little little bit more of a following because of us. I mean, that that's that's our passion. That's what we want to do. It help these guys out. Yeah. Uh, and to answer your thing, right now uh, on iTunes, uh, Sergio's album is still at number one. Not surprised, man. Not surprised at all. No. Nope. Yeah. It's damn good. So. Yeah. I mean, biz, busy busy. Busy week though for country music. It's been a fun one though. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know, like I think we gotta do it. We we gotta end with it. Um, you got a song recommendation at all? Oh damn. You go first. You go first. I wasn't prepared. Um I guess I I was gonna do something by Justin Moore. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Mine is One Night Stand by Colby Cooper. It, it sounds bad. It sounds bad, but it's uh, it's about from Colby Cooper's point of view, and he comes back. I don't know from where, and his girl got all, everything in the house and moved it all out and just left him. And so he hops on Craigslist and he's asking for this and that, and he's saying, "I don't, I don't need to because she's not here. I only need one night stand." And so he just needs one night stand for for his room and. Um, keeps getting texts and stuff from people like ladies saying like oh my husband's out of town come over and he's like oh no they misunderstood and it goes into the chorus and it's a funny sounding song and at the end it says uh he just needs it to hold his yellow lava lamp it's it's a really cool song he i like colby cooper he's only like 21 or 22 years old he he reminds me a lot of maybe co wetzel parker mccollum or pecos in the rooftops just that almost rock sounding country stuff coming out of Texas that it, it's a really cool sound that he has. Yeah. All right. I got two songs now. Cause you just kind of reminded me of another one. Uh, yeah. The one I was going to say was Justin Moore is a, how I got to be this way. Okay. Uh, I love that one. Um, it's just, it's so cool. I love it. It's awesome. Uh, you guys just got to go listen to that one. If you haven't heard it before. Uh, the other one you mentioned uh, Cole Wetzel, Co Wetzel um i really like it uh i want to i want to say it's a song i can drink to i really like that one okay yeah Yeah. i've been listening to a lot of co i like ragweed by him yeah that's That's a fantastic one cross canadian ragweed and i that's a that's a really cool song um yeah i've been listening to a sunday or monday is a cool one by him or country and western he's put out a lot of good stuff i i don't know if i I don't know if he's 100% country, but I'd say he's 
80% rock, 20% country, but he puts out some damn good music. Yeah. Um, the one, yeah, Song I Can Drink To, that's the one. That's my other recommendation. The intro on it is awesome. I, I love it. So I don't, have you heard that one? I might have. I'm not, I, I probably have. I, I've listened to a lot of Co. I just not as familiar with the names. Throw that one on after this and hey, it's my recommendation to you. So throw it okay. on. I'll check it out. <laughs> well, guys, that's all we got today. So thanks for listening. We were today as also we're supposed to have Ray Fulcher on, but he had to he had to reschedule. So hopefully we get him on here in a few days or sometime to reschedule. We're looking forward to that one, but um, we'll keep you updated on what's going on for the next episode. But thanks for listening, guys. Yeah.